Welcome to another episode of Touring the AFC South. I am your host, Mike Patton. And on this episode, we will be talking to Mr. Darrell Owens. He is the guy behind the Legacy Maker Sports Network. We're going to talk a little bit about the Green Bay Packers as they take on the AFC South leading Tennessee Titans, Thursday night football. Now we're going to get to that in a second, but up first, thank you all for tuning in, where you're tuning in from, whether it be Spotify, whether it be Apple Podcasts, whether it be uh, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, wherever you're tuning in from, thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you like what you're listening to, go ahead and subscribe, so that way you don't miss any episodes as soon as they drop. And, of course, on Spotify, there's a ranking system. So you can go ahead and rank the show. Five stars would be greatly appreciated. And you can also rank the show on Apple Podcasts, where you can rank it five stars if you so choose to. <laughs> and you can also leave a review for the show. I thank you in advance. Now, before we get to talking to Mr. Owens about these Green Bay Packers, we are going to have the get it off your chest moment now Carson Wentz the last few years haven't been the kindest to him he lost his job to Jalen Hurts in Philly he goes and gets traded to the Indianapolis Colts and at the end of the year they don't bring him back they trade him replace him with Matt Ryan of course, they traded him to Washington, Washington Commanders. Of course, his third team in three years. And, you know, everyone was like, okay. You know, they don't really believe in Taylor Heineke. They don't think he's the guy they're going to bring in Carson Wentz. And maybe, maybe he can get to back to being the guy that was once an MVP candidate I'm playing at an MVP level. Well, it didn't quite happen. Carson Wentz got hurt. And for the last few games, Taylor Heineke has been at the helm. Yes. So, there's been three games. The last four games... That Taylor Heineke has been in. The Washington Commanders have gone three and one. Now his stats haven't been exactly the prettiest. Five touchdowns, one, oh, excuse me, four interceptions, been sacked nine times. That hasn't been the prettiest. But what has happened is he's made winning plays. And you know it might not show all in the stats, but it's showing in the record. And now, 
course, the Washington Commanders are five and five, I believe. Which that's great. Looking for from where they were when they started the season, or where they were just a while back, which is not good. Not good. Not good. For Mr. Carson Wentz. <laughs> now, looking at his stats, I mean, he wasn't necessarily lighting the world on fire. But one thing he wasn't doing is he wasn't winning. And the biggest thing that this franchise wants to do is win. And this is why. If he continues winning... Taylor Heineke will be the starting quarterback and Carson Wentz will be sitting on the bench. Now, it might not be exactly like the situation in Philadelphia where Jalen Hurts became the starter. However, you may get the same expressions from Mr. Carson Wentz. He definitely wasn't happy being replaced by Jalen Hurts. And that led a lot to him being traded to the Colts. But in this instance, it's his third team in three years, like I said previously. So where is he going to go next? My thoughts are he's going to not be a starting quarterback or starting quarterback caliber guy anymore. Once you've been kind of passed around three teams in three years, unless you're Geno Smith, which Geno Smith was with the Jets, he was with the Giants, uh, now he's with the Seahawks, and he was with the Chargers as well. People forget that he was with the Chargers for a year or two. You know, unless you're Geno Smith, I, I don't know if I see Carson Wentz having this type of chance again in his career. Because one, he does get injured. Two, he does play hero ball, and hero ball leads to interceptions. Yes, I might whisper it because, you know, some teams that he's played for wished his interceptions weren't that big and loud, but they have been. So we might be seeing the end of Carson Wentz being a starting quarterback in NFL. Hey, they always say you can't see everything coming. But I bet you Mr. Carson Wentz didn't see this one coming from a mile away. That's been your Get It Off Your Chest segment for this episode. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, you'll hear my conversation with Mr. Dorello. It's on Touring the ASC South with your host, Mike Patton. We'll be right back after these commercial breaks. Going through some things and not quite sure who to turn to. Well, let me tell you about Peace of Mind Counseling and Life Coaching. They offer services ranging from mental health counseling, parenting classes, life coaching services, therapy, alcohol and drug assessments, and so much more. And all the services are monitored by licensed supervisors. Also, they're currently offering free consultations for counseling or life coaching. All you need to do to get started is reach out to them online at www.peacemindclc.com or give them a call at 615-930-1230 to get started. Again, you can reach out to them online at www.peacemindclc.com. 
com or give them a call at 615-930-1230. So if you feel you need to talk to someone or know someone that needs to talk to someone, take the time to reach out to Peace of Mind Counseling and Life Coaching, where the motto is, it costs you your peace of mind, then it is too expensive. Welcome back to Touring the AFC South. I am your host, Mike Patton. And in case you didn't notice, the Tennessee Titans will be traveling a place far, far away up north. That would be to Lambeau Field. They will be taking on the Green Bay Packers Thursday night football. Of course, I usually do a, a breakdown of the games, but I figured, hey, since it's Thursday night, let's turn on the bright lights. Let's bring a guest in. Let's talk about the Thursday night football game. But, of course, we do have to talk about the Green Bay Packers, too. And... I did want to bring on someone that's very knowledgeable about that team. That would be Mr. Darrell Owens. What's going on, man? Mike, what's up, brother? Glad to be here, brother. Glad to be here. Well, glad to bring you on. Of course, you know, Legacy Maker Sports uh, Network. I want to talk about, you know, that for one second. Can you tell everyone how that kind of came about? Oh, man. Uh, Hopes and dreams. Hopes and dreams. So uh, (laughs) back in... Long story, long story, or long, quick story. Started back in November, November 10th of 2016. I had um, done a podcast with a friend of mine's um, and that are now part of the network. And, you know, at the time they were um, doing stuff with um, Fox Sports and they asked me to come in and do like a guest spot. And I didn't know I, I put so much effort and so much love because that's always something I wanted to do. And I went in there, did that. And then next thing you know, it was like, I think I, I think this, this is what I've always wanted to do. I wanted to go to school for it. Why not make it happen? Social media gives you that avenue. Let's make it happen. So podcast started back then. About 10 months into the podcast, I was like, wait a minute. Let's let's, let's make this a network. Let's 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 grow this thing. So, um, you know, built the website from scratch, <laughs> went and got all this stuff, put, you know, put everything together. You know, start mapping out a plan on what we wanted to do, bring some videos, you know, really just wanted to cover the, you know, the Virginia area. Because, you know, I mean, Virginia, we you know, we don't have a big sport as if you're just doing Virginia. If you do DMV, it's a whole different dream. But just Virginia, sometimes maybe we don't get the national thing. And I said, well, I want to be able to focus on the Virginia area and then expand from there. And that's pretty much what we've done. And, you know, now we cover the commanders. Um, you know, we cover the Wizards. It, the mystics and you know uva um we a little bit virginia tech just a little bit of everything here in the area so that's how that party got started now it's been it's been six years since that started i can't even believe it sometimes i hear you there i hear you there before we get going any further you know i want to pay uh, our respects to the three young men that lost, lost their lives uh university of virginia uh you know our, our thoughts and prayers go out to you I know everyone's sick of hearing thoughts and prayers. I know that, but yeah. really, I want to pray for for these families that don't get to see their their loved ones anymore, especially around Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, just it's it's it tough, man. Tough it, to hear that a senseless kill. It, it's it's rough, Mike. Um, I cover this team, as you know, and you know, been at games, photography at games. I I talked to Lavelle Davis, who's um, the six seven receiver, who you know had really good opportunity to make it at the next level um you know he just came back off an injury last year he was hurt and you know now 
you know, he 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 was just getting back in his groove. They were trying to get that new offense going. Uh, and, you know, I, I, it's just weird to me because I spoke to him a month ago. And, you know, he was just upbeat about being back, you know, and, and maybe making a, a big push. And now he's not here anymore. And that – it sucks. It sucks. Him and the other guys are, you know, just really good young men. One transfer from Wisconsin – uh, the other young man was a starting linebacker, um, Deshaun Perry. Uh, he started linebacker, was starting to make some strides this year, started all seven games or started seven games this year. He was looking good. And then um, their running back, Mike Hollins. And the one positive, I guess you can say he's made it through surgery. Uh, he got shot in the back and went through his stomach. Uh, but he made, mm. it through the, he made it through the second surgery. He's doing okay. The fifth student that was hurt is also doing well. Uh, but I haven't heard a name. I don't think it was a football player, but it's just senseless. It's just just senseless, right. man. Senseless. Right. Definitely. You know. Definitely want to uh, pray for healing. Uh, pray for strength for those families during this time. Definitely. But you know, just wanted to, of course, say that since I know you're in the Virginia area. Um, but <clears throat> you know, kind of moving forward, uh, do want to kind of talk about, you know, since you are in the Virginia area. You are a Packers fan. Yes. How did this happen? All right. So quick long story. Uh, so what happened was when I was a kid, my hometown team colors are green and gold. Like, you know, when I grew up, uh, my brother was playing high school football at the time. He was probably like a junior, probably one of the best high school players in the area. And, you know, he was out here just destroying people. But we used to go to watch his games every Friday night. I was probably like seven or eight, still learning the game of football at the time. And um, I remember one Sunday – uh, Green Bay was playing on TV against, I think it's Cincinnati. Sterling Sharp, my guy. Whole reason I'm a Packers fan right now, you know, besides the colors. Uh, but uh, he was out there playing, and I remember my brother came home, and I said, hey, bro, um, I saw you on TV today. I was like, TV? You see me on TV? I said, yeah. And I kind of showed him, and he was like, that's the Green Bay Packers. That's, that's, that's not <laughs> our team. That's the Green Bay Packers. And from that point on, I followed the team since. And that was back in like 1990, like 91, 92, uh, when that happened. So Man. I've been a Packers fan ever since. So, yeah. I've yeah, been in for the long haul. I've been long yeah. haul, green and, go, green and gold. Green and gold forever. You were around when the Magic Man was around. Yes, Don. Yes, Don, the yes. Magic Man, Mikowski, baby. Yeah, it was, I was, <laughs> I was, it was his last year. I think when I came a fan, when I, in his last year being the quarterback before Brett took over. So, yeah gotcha hey you know uh you know you, you I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you now um you said the name on here you know that's a cuss word on this show you know right now so we can't say we can't say that B we name can't even say his name right now yeah no but we you can't know say what? the b name no more. yeah yeah and, but you know what though you're right 100 percent right i'm surprised no one else is saying anything about the things he's done you know yeah Whatever. well the thing is the thing i'm noticing is people are saying things about it and there are articles done. being written about written about it, but still people are saying that no one's saying anything. I'm like, yeah, it's right there. ESPN Daily has done a podcast on it three or four different times on uh, specific right. people that are involved with it, yet there, people want to say no one's talking about it. People are talking about it. it. It's just a matter of do they want to put it out there more in terms of the people gravitating that, to the information. That's probably the best way to put it. Because like <clears> when you look at it, we hear Kanye – uh, you hear Kanye mm -hmm. and Kyrie, and it's the topic all day long. Everybody knows about mm -hmm. it. Everybody know what went down. Uh, mm -hmm. And then my man did probably, if not worse than what, way worse than what they did for the most part. And I'm not disrespecting, but if you, for him stealing, 
that amount of money from poor people. <laughs> so it's like, mm-hmm. ah, come on, man. It just doesn't get the the, the that main, truly like all around mainstream coverage that it should be getting. But you know, I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan, so. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> well, while I while I hear you there, you know, uh, we're 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 somewhat responsible for that too. The things we yeah. react to, because honestly, I don't think uh, we've reacted enough to it, to be honest. But that's just me. I'm just uh, I'll leave that there. But of course, we do have to get to the Packers, and it's not necessarily been their greatest season. You know, four and six, oh, you know, but a big win versus the Cowboys on Sunday, you know. Uh, a lot of people didn't think they were going to be able to pull that off, but they did. Uh, so how are you feeling about the season so far for your Green Bay Packers? <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's see. Uh, you know, it started off the way I was kind of afraid it would, especially in Minnesota. As soon as I saw they had Minnesota in game one, I'm like, even if Minnesota does be, you know, be, continues to be the team that they've been the last couple of years, I'm like, still, it's Minnesota. And they always we don't play well in that dome. And so it started off bad. Then you went three in a row. And I'm like, okay, Packers team, you know, it hasn't been pretty, but they're they're doing it. And then it just went downhill. Uh, and they just started losing games and the offense got worse and worse. And I was like, I don't know what the what, and then the, and now I'm not, I'm not gonna blame it all on the offense. The offense didn't look like they knew what they were doing. The defense was just out there. I was just like, wow, this is <laughs> this is hard to watch. Now I, I shouldn't complain though, Mike, because as you know, as a Packers fan, I've had years and years. I can count on my probably like one hand how many losing seasons we've had. And they're not a brag. It's just, you know, as a, I, I'm spoiled as a Packers fan because I'm used to the Packers winning. So, like, getting used to them losing, I'm like, oh, this is weird. But, you know, sometimes it has to happen. Like the year McCarthy got fired. It's like it's sometimes those things got to happen for change to happen. So, I mean – it is what it is, you know. Took the win against da- Dallas. Was was happy about that because, you know, Dallas fans. All you know, Dallas fans. They give you heat. They gave me heat all week long, and I said nothing because I had nothing to stand on. I hey, I picked Dallas to win that game last week. Um, I just I seen what I've seen from this Packers team, and it hadn't been great. But very happy to see Christian Watson finally break loose. He's had a really tough season injury wise, uh, concussions. You know, he had a little bit of a neck type thing going on at one point. He missed a couple games. Uh, he missed pretty much all of um, off season, you know, just, you know, um, leading a uh, training camp leading up to the season. So to see him kind of get this, you know, was nice. And Aaron seemed really happy to see him kind of get going. So I- I'll take that. that. That was one positive from last week. So I'll take that. Well, one thing I will say about Aaron Rodgers, you can't necessarily tell whether he's happy or sad because uh, I think he's hiding <laughs> a smile under his mustache, kind of yeah. like uh, Black Dynamite did. Right, but, right. But, uh, you know, so you never really can tell. But, you know, since you brought up Mr. Aaron Rodgers, 48 touchdowns, five interceptions in 2020 MVP. 37 touchdowns, four interceptions in 2021 MVP. This year, 17 touchdowns, seven interceptions, a few fumbles, a few sacks a lot of things, and a partridge in the pear tree. Now, I want to ask, how much of this do you think is on him and how much do you think is on the actual organization for how he's performed and the team as a, as a, and the offense performed this year? Man, that's that's a loaded question. That's a loaded question, Mike. It's <laughs> a loaded question. So, all right, so for Aaron's part, I feel like, and I'll break it down on each end. So Aaron's part, I feel like he, you know, Obviously, he doesn't have the talent at receiver. We all know that. 
it's just not there. They never, they didn't go out there. They got Sammy Watkins, but they didn't go out there and get that solid veteran that could call it, come in and make a true impact. We knew Sammy Watkins was going to get hurt at some point during the season, and we've already seen it. He got, you know, he was out for four games, but they didn't get that guy that could come in and probably be a, you know, to kind of help bridge the gap with the young guys. So, I, and you saw the frustration on Aaron's face. He, you know, he keeps saying crazy things on Pat McAfee's show and on in the media about the guys are not this and the guys are not that. I, I think sometimes that does work. You know, you can kind of motivate the guys and it's worked for him in the past. He's been able to like, you know, air his grievances out in the open and the, and, it, and it would work. It did not work uh, for the first couple of games of the for that, especially during that five game losing streak. It was not working. And, you know, uh, he stayed quiet this week. And then they start, and then the you know Christian Watson has this game, and I'm like, this is this is a good deal, but some of it to me is leadership on his part because, you know, when this when the ship is in a bad spot, you don't have to say all those things out to the media. Now I know he was doing that because he probably wanted the front office to make a move. Uh, he said something on McAfee's show, like him and you know Brian Goot, we call him Goot, but Goot was out there trying to make some moves happen for the trade down, but in classic Packers fashion, nothing happens. So that that part of it, I, I feel like he could have been a better leader on that front. Front office, oh boy, the front office, Mike. <laughs> I and this is the one frustration as a Packers fan, and and I know we don't have a lot, you know, to to grieve on. But the biggest thing is we always scream because every year you hear the same things. Oh, the Packers need this. They need that. They're going to make this move. Every article you see, oh, the Packers are going to pick up this person. But if you're a real Packers fan, a true Packers fan, <laughs> you know better. They, they, there's <laughs> they don't they don't make moves, um, especially like and if they do make moves, it's it's extremely rare that you see the Packers make some type of move in the offseason or or um or even during the season, or you know, when the trade deadline was coming up, I had no hope. I just was like, if it happens, I'll be shocked. But I knew as soon as it went past and I said, same old Packers. So the front office has a lot to do with this because they, they yes, they tried to get Devontae back. Devontae just wanted to leave. You know, I, I get tired of people saying like, well, they should have paid him. They offered him more money than Vegas. He he wanted to go. You can't stop the man from going. Um, and so I think that but they did a terrible job on giving Aaron the pieces and getting him ready. They did a great job defensively, uh, per, in my opinion, because they picked up a lot. Of, they brought a lot of the guys back. Uh, they drafted well, I thought, uh, on the defensive side. And then the defense just comes out and plays flat. Uh, you know, Joe Barry, to me, still is not the right hire there. You know, before he came to Green Bay, last year was like his best season as a defensive coordinator. Before then, he was like ranked 32nd, ranked 28th. Like he had the 28th ranked defense, the 25th rank. He's always been at the bottom. And, you know, luckily we're up higher only because nobody's passing the ball on us. So, yeah, that, those are my blames. Um, <laughs> that, that, that's that's the that's the season right now for us, you know. But you know, nice to get a win last week against the Cowboys. I'll take that. All right, yeah, you definitely take the win. I'm not going to turn those down. But no, no, you know, no. I did want to ask you since you mentioned it, uh, Pat McAfee show and these appearances for Mister Aaron Charles Rogers. Yes, I honestly I saw a couple of them and I was like, yeah, he needs to cut cut that out. I'm not <laughs> sure that's definitely that. I'm not sure it's the avenue he wants to go, but. What are your full thoughts on his appearances on the Pat McAfee show during the season? I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, a lot of a lot of players are doing that now. This started probably a couple of years back in the NBA, I think. I think the NBA probably started this kind of train of 
athletes talking and talking maybe a little, a little bit more leisurely during the season. I don't, as a fan, it's nice to kind of see where his mind is. You know, you kind of, uh, th- th- there's one guy on the show, I think there's a Packers fan, and every week he comes on there, he said, the guy says, well, at least I leave with some hope that the, the team is going to get better or turn around. <laughs> and I think I'll be honest with you as a fan, I, I enjoy listening to it because I kind of can, you know, he's always been kind of reserved. So you kind of can go and listen to see where his mindset is. Sometimes I'd be like, man, come on, Aaron, you got you can't say those things. There'll be things like that. I'm like, man, you got to be quiet or, you know, I'll, and I'll have those moments. But I think, you know, it, it's it's the transparency is, has been kind of nice just to kind of see where his mind is. But I think in some people's eyes has made him more of a maybe more of a jerk. Uh, but in some people's eyes, you know, maybe, you know, they, they like just having that access to the, to the you know, to a, a quality player or a player like Aaron Rodgers is just to see where their mind is. But some days is hit or miss. Like, you know, some weeks I'm like, yeah. Like last week before the Cowboy game, I thought that was a pretty good show. I just thought the way he, you know, he, you know, he approached everything. I think by that time he realized I got to stop saying crazy stuff uh, about my teammates. <laughs> and, you know, but some of the weeks leading up to it, it was just like, oh, man, like, come on, bro. You just don't do it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's hit or miss. Like, you know, I didn't watch Tuesdays. Um, I'm going to go back and watch that uh, eventually. And when I do, I'm, I'm just intrigued to see where he where his mindset was, um, you know, after the Cowboys game, since he only owns two teams, and that's the Dallas Cowboys and the Chicago Bears. So, <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> now I will say this: um, you know, he definitely probably has Packers fans on pins and needles because they don't know what's going he's going to say next. So that's going to be every that's probably week the biggest thing. Every week, Mike is like, "Come on, bro, just." Don't say nothing crazy, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, of course, we, we spent. For those that have checked out my picture, my new picture for my you know graphics for my podcast, you can tell I have a new image, an updated image, a professional looking image. It's time for you to take control of your image. And you can take control of your professional image with a fresh set of headshots by the good folks of Joshua Silvers Photography. Let Josh at Joshua Silvers Photography handle your personal branding, business headshots, portrait, or any other photographic need with great pricing and even better quality. You can reach him via phone at 423-557-6746. Once again, that's 423 423- Five five seven six seven four six. You can also reach him at Instagram at Joshua Silver's Photography, or you can reach him on Facebook. Call Joshua Silver's Photography and get yourself booked today. I know I did, and he's got me looking great. Enough time talking about Mr. Aaron Rodgers. I want to talk about this defense. Uh, of course, a big piece of the defense outside linebacker Rashawn Geary's out for the season. Mm. Huge loss. Huge. How do you think they kind of kind of replace him? I know Devondre Campbell is banged up too. How do they kind of maneuver to replace him, in your opinion? Yeah. Or can you really replace replace him? To be honest with you, I don't think you can. Um, you know, he they've got they got some young guys that are, that are decent young men. Decent players, I, I, but I don't think you can replace Gary because Gary has really the first couple of years he struggled, and he really came into his own last year, 
And he, I think, I believe, and don't get me wrong on the stats, but I think he had like seven or eight sacks this year. So he was having a pretty decent year, even with a down year per se. Uh, and so, like, losing him is huge. You know, and Kenny Clark's, you know, he's on the defensive line, but Kenny Clark's a huge part of, you know, what they have going on there. Uh, you know, Jair Alexander gets paid. Um, he's had some hit or misses this year, but he's been pretty good for most of the year. Um, you know, they lose Eric Stokes, which that that hurts because he had a good year last year. Um, you know, they re-signed Douglas. Douglas is not quite having the year he had last year. He had like five or six interceptions last year. He's, I think he's got two this year. Um, it, it's just as a defense, I feel like the they're not being aggressive enough because, you know, there was a lot of times you see that, the, you know, Joe Barry's got these cornerbacks playing like 10, 10 or 15 feet off of the receiver. I'm like, come on, like do something here. But that, that to be honest with you, we, we and we may still have it, but we have the like the top five, you know, passing defense. That's because nobody's passing the ball on us. They're running the football, you know. <laughs> and so, and and we're ranked in like the. I know we're in the bottom half of the league, um, in in rush defense. So if they can ever fix the, you know, get the run straight, which has been a problem for at least twenty years, and that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> even in, even in the Super Bowl run, it was like, yeah, but we we've never we've been paying the three four defense forever. And they just can't stop the run. I, they, it's mm. it's bothersome, you know. They tried, they tried to get pieces. You know, they brought in Wyatt, and I think Wyatt's hurt too. It's just like, man, like like twenty seven injuries, brother. It's, it's it's rough. It's rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I know a team that definitely can can talk to you about injuries, and that's the Tennessee Titans. Which we're <laughs> talk about in a second. But uh, I wanted to ask you, Jair Alexander. You brought up him. You know, I know who he is on the field because he's always the guy that's got the long yellow sleeves. He, he makes himself stand up very right. easily. But <laughs> um, do you think he's the top corner in the NFL? Because I'm kind of like iffy on that because sometimes I'm like, yeah, and other times I'm like, you really didn't do anything on that one. He missed that pass. I you think know, you know, I'm kind of in between I, on that one. It's, it's funny because, like, leading up to this year, he definitely was. Nobody was, nobody was targeting him. You know, I think once he got that money – and I'm not, he's still playing good ball. It's not great. It's not like top corner. Of the, it's not Sauce Gardner good. I guess I would throw the name out there. Sauce Gardner's been playing some really good football. Uh, but, and, and, but I would say like he's still a good, he's the top 10 corner. I don't know if he's like the top corner. Um, I, and I think that now that he's, he's making the money that, you know, players want to prove that they can do well against him. So he's going to get everybody's best like every receiver best that's lined up against him every time that he's out there. Um, you know, that, that little game, the game against Buffalo, you know, him and him and Diggs chirping was, was very entertaining, you know, as a football fan, they both won the battle at, at certain points. Uh, he was still chirping out of the game after they lost. And I was like, man, be quiet. We lost by 10 <laughs> and you still talking like we won this football game. That, that was the, that was the fan <laughs> in me. I'm like, come on, brother. Like you still out here chirping and making all this noise. Like, but, Take a step back on that, man. Like, we ain't win this game. During the game, by all means, but not after the game when you lose by 10. But, uh, you know, he he's he's the last couple of weeks he's played a lot better than he played earlier this season. I was really worried about him. But he's, he's not top five right now, in my opinion. Maybe top okay. 10, top 15, I would say for sure. He's getting top 10 money, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting top 10 money, though. Definitely. Definitely is. Of course, 
you know, like I mentioned, another team that, that can understand the injuries. Mm-hmm. That is the Tennessee Titans. They played with the most players in NFL history last year. I remember and they're that. on pace to play with a lot of players this year as well. So um, defensively, I would say, uh, excuse me, offensively, of course they are uh, – uh, they're they're tough on when the you know they're tough with the run. Mm-hmm. I will say that, and of course, the guy you got to see is Mister Derrick Henry. So Scared. the last team <laughs> that was bad against the run that they did face was the Kansas City Chiefs, and you saw what happened there. So going into this game, how confident are you that you kind of make some things happen with Derrick Henry to potentially slow him down? Now, I will tell you, before you say, before you answer that, <laughs> the center for the Tennessee Titans is out this game, Ben Jones. He's a, he's got a concussion, and he's mm-hmm. kind of like the, the point man for all everything that goes on. So that's one thing to think about going into this game. So okay, going into this I, game. That, that, that'll, help, that'll help Kenny a little bit. That'll help Kenny a little bit. Um, I will say this. Um, the, the last time these two teams faced each other in Green Bay, couple seasons ago when Green Bay got the one seed, but it was snowing like crazy outside. And they shut Derrick Henry down. But it, Like I said, it was snowing. But that, you know, usually snow weather is a running back's weather. So I was proud of the team that, that game. I don't know what – I can't even remember the philosophy they use in that game, but whatever it is, they're going to have to use it in this one because Derrick Henry is clicking on all cylinders. Um, you know, my, my favorite non-Packer player, there's two of them, Josh Allen and Derrick Henry. Those are the two guys I love watching that are non-Packers uh, all day, every day. And so I'm kind of like, ooh, get to see Derrick Henry. Um, and I got to see him a couple weeks ago at the Commanders game, and he's still – God, it's just – guy's massive, just huge. It's ridiculous. I, I walked past him, and I said, this guy is crazy tall. And and I know you've seen him in person on multiple occasions. So just when you see the, 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 you know, the size of this guy and how powerful he is and just knowing what problems he can cause – if you're Green Bay, you better figure it out quick. Um, but I'm not <laughs> confident. If I had to be honest with you, if I give you one to ten scale, I'd say three. And that's just – and I only give it a three because you said Ben Jones is out. If Ben Jones is out, I'd say one. But because Ben Jones is out and I got a little faith in my man Kenny Clark, I'm, I will say three for now. Okay. That's All right. One. All right. Uh, what I will say, too, is um, the Titans really don't have a big-time threat at wide receiver. That's another thing to think about. So you could potentially crowd the line and get away with it. That's another thought. But um, <clears throat> defensively, Mr. Rudy Ford, a guy that's been on multiple teams so far in his hey. career, showed up, had a couple of interceptions, you know, made a name for himself. But, you know, it's just this week, you know, I, I wonder, you know, how he's going to play. But, you know, I'll get into that one. I'll talk about that one another way. <laughs> but, um you know, definitely he's going to have to step in the box and, and take on Derrick Henry, which will be interesting. Um, offensively, of course, you have Mr. Rogers back there, but that running game ran for over 200 yards last week, capped yeah. off by Aaron Jones. So they're going against a run defense that is pretty stingy, but a pass defense that can allow some big plays. So do you – expect them to kind of you know do a little bit more balancing the offense and do you expect them to actually still get it going like christian watson and aaron Rodgers had this next game especially oh and then keep this in mind mm-hmm. but dupree is out of this game and also 
Um, Jeffrey Simmons is questionable with an ankle injury. He did have the boot off, but he potentially could play. But also keep in mind, they didn't have him last week, and they had like six sacks. So just keep that in mind. They're with their front okay. four. So just keep that in mind going into this one. If you're Green Bay, you got you to gotta go what what is working well for you, and that's the run. You got to at least try to establish it early. Um, you know, and certain games you can tell they lean on someone more, a little bit more than others. And there'll be games. I think this will be the type of game they lean on AJ Dillon a little bit more because you still, you know, AJ Dillon at one point was getting, he was getting a little, uh, I would say Derrick Henry comparisons at one point when he was, you know, he was starting to get things rolling for him. It hasn't been like that this year. I mean, he still is very productive. He can catch the ball out the backfield. He does, you know, good things like that. I, I, I think you still have to at least try to establish the run, at the beginning, because if he's going to go out there and he's just going to throw the football, it's not going to be as not. I just don't see it like, you know, working out for him if they can't establish that run just a little bit. Uh, they, they've got to find a way to at least, you know, keep him honest, because if they don't, I just I, I just don't know. Like it was a great week for Watson, you know, but it's like, will it be consistent? You know, will he will he be able to keep that thing going? Because Sammy Watkins would just be out there like I don't. I don't think he, I don't think I even seen him throwing the ball. If he throws in the ball, it's like uh, occasionally, you know. So those guys are out there, and you know, Cobb is supposed to be back this week, which I think will be a, a little bit of a help to have that little bit of somebody who's in their veteran presence that can kind of you know give him something to lean on. Because Cobb was actually having a pretty decent season before he got hurt. Uh, it wasn't spectacular, but it was probably you know it was a good season for him, and you know he he was kind of getting you know, in his groove a little bit before he got hurt. So, mm-hmm. but for me, I, yeah, you got to still got to try to try, at least try to establish the run. Um, and Aaron Jones has been on fire lately. The last couple of games, the last two games, he has run the ball um, really well for this team. But I, I think they may try to give Dylan a little bit more of it in this one to try to get him going. Because in that last Tennessee game they played, it was a, it was the Dylan show. Dylan had a really good game in that one. So I, I kind of expect him to, I think LaFleur may lean on that in this one as well. Yeah, we're definitely going to see. Uh, but, of course, uh, I got to get your prediction. Who do you think is going to win this game? All right. So um, I'm <clears throat> doing my show tomorrow. Uh, but I'll go ahead and give the sneak peek. You know, I got to get, I got to give it, I give it, give it, give it, give it to my man here. So I got Tennessee 24-23 um, in this one. I, I, I'm not sold 100% yet. If Green Bay is back, you know, they, they beat Dallas, you know, it happens, you know, a lot of emotions in that game. McCarthy's there, all that good stuff. But I'm going to go 24, 23 Titans in this one. I, I just, my heart's telling me Derrick Henry is, is going to try to feast a lot in this one. So I'm, I'm a little bit worried knowing our run defense, <laughs> just a little bit worried. <laughs> now, we'll say this. Uh, now, last week, against the Broncos, Derrick Henry didn't really run the ball that great. They were on it. So you, you might be right. This might be a game where he definitely tries to eat. You know, Thanksgiving is coming up, so he might be going uh, yeah, for the he turkey. Might, he might he be might starving, be Mike. For the, for the dressing. <laughs> he might be going for everything. He might so be starving, he might, Mike. <laughs> he might be like, uh, you remember you remember the Martin episode where he hadn't eaten any type of meat or beef or anything? Yeah. And, and, and Gina took the whole meal, and he was right. on the slide. That, yeah, this might, that might be Derrick Henry this week. That okay. just might be him. That, then he's gonna cave in and just cave the whole table in. Man. That's scary. That's scary, Mike. If that's the case, we're in trouble. Uh, we're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> so, uh, I, I personally, as long as they keep it competitive and I see improvement, I'll be happy as a fan because you know, this is a really good draft. So, if we do continue to do terrible, I mean, 
top 10 pick is going to be a really solid pick this year in, in this NFL <laughs> draft. So, um, but as a fan, obviously I want to see him win, but I, I got Tennessee though. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with Tennessee. I, I like Derrick Henry. Um, I just, I don't know if we're going to stop the run. That's my concern. That's my concern. Gotcha. Well, we'll definitely see uh, Thursday night football, but of course we have reached the end of the show, which means we do have a game. There's five questions, two answers. You got to make one choice. Are you ready? So five answers, and I got to no, make no, two, five questions. Five questions. There's two answers to those questions, and there's okay. one choice you got to make. Okay. I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah, I think I'm ready. Okay. All right. I'm going to give you two Green Bay wide receivers. You got to make a choice. Donald Driver or, or Antonio Freeman? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go with Donald. I'm gonna go with Donald. I love Antonio. I much love Antonio Donald. Going with One Donald. of the best catches I've ever seen. That uh, rolled on his back and everything, and he <laughs> caught it. <laughs> I remember watching that game, thinking to myself, "Did that just really happen?" I, I I couldn't figure out why he got up and ran. I'm like, "Oh, he scored touchdown! I'll take it. I'll take it." <laughs> All right. Well, I know. I think I know what your answer is going to be on this next one. Devontae Adams or Sterling Sharp? Sterling Sharp. Yeah, I know it. I know yeah, it. I, I know it. I mean, he's 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 the reason I'm a Packers fan. I lo- and I love you know I love Devonte Adams. He should still be there, but Sterling Sharp is the reason I became a Packers fan. Like, gotcha. Yeah, I was still hurt that he got hurt. <laughs> still, hurt. yeah, man. I, he he would be Hall of Fame easy. He should still be in the Hall of Fame anyway. Yeah, he's a final. He's a he's a he's a uh, I think initial finalist this year. So we'll, we'll see if like if if it comes through for him, man. I'm praying for him, man. He deserves it. He does definitely. Um, okay, two teams in your division. You got to cheer for one of them, one game. Chicago Bears or the Minnesota Vikings? Bears. Which one are you cheering for? Bears. Bears. <laughs> I hate Minnesota. That's not even close, Mike. I hate Minnesota. So, oh boy, I, Bears all day. So Raphael can smile about that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Now, of course, we've got running backs. We've got today's running back versus the past. Amon Green and Aaron Jones. Which one are you taking? Give me Jonesy. Give me Jonesy. I'm telling Amon, man, he gonna turn the Batman on you. Well, my, but look, man, look, <laughs> and, and it's and it's a tough call. But the reason why, and knock on wood, Aaron protects the ball a little bit better than Amon did. But they were both great backs. Uh, they're both both great backs. So, I, but I'm gonna go with Aaron Jones because of that one reason. Okay. All right. Last one. Battle of safeties. Charles Woodson or Leroy Butler? Oh, why you do me <laughs> like that, man? Look, friend of the show. Um, you know, had him on my episode a one-on-one. He was like, he's been on a couple of times. I he's my guy, man. I mean, we keep in contact all the time. I gotta go with LB, baby. Hall of Famer, Leroy Butler. Oh man, over Mr. Versatility. I'm sorry, oh, man. man. I gotta I gotta go with my guy, man. And I love that's what I'm saying. It's tough, man. These are good questions, by the way. Cause <laughs> you're not gonna it's not a bad answer either way. You got Hall of Famers on both sides, so but I'm gonna go with Leroy. All right. No, you is mama calling Leroy. We're gonna call him Leroy here. There we go. All right. So uh we have reached the end of the questions. We have reached the end of the show. Thank you again for coming on. The floor is yours. Tell everyone what you're working on, where they can find you on social media. Oh man, probably working on too much. All right, everybody. So uh uh you can find me on 
Twitter and at Instagram at DLO underscore legacy. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Darrell Leon Sr. Uh, I, you know, our YouTube page is Legacy Maker Sports. Our Instagram page is Legacy Maker Sports. Uh, Legacy Maker Sports Network on Facebook. Our website is www.legacymakersports.com. Uh, you know, we, you know, we cover everything Virginia. We do some, you know, stuff in the DMV area, Commanders, Wizards, uh, Mystics, you name it, uh, UVA football, all that good stuff. Uh, and right now, um, I'm heading to Houston this week, uh, to watch commanders and, um, do the, do photography for commanders and, um, uh, and, and Texans. So I'm very intrigued to see how that goes. Uh, Taylor Haneke should be getting the start is what I heard. So it'll be my second time in Houston. I haven't been to Houston since 2011. So that's, that's what I got going on right now. Um, also doing some things with, uh, sports illustrated, uh, fan uh, nation page, uh, inside the wizards. So if you get a chance, go ahead, pop on over to our Inside the Wizards page on um, uh, SI and give us a look. All right. And, uh, hey, while you're down in Houston, man, tell Bun B and, uh, and Slim Dog, I said, what's up, too? And, I will. Know, about to tip it on the four foes, man. So, you know, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you for coming on. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. You've been listening and tuning in to Touring the ASC South with your host, Mike Patton. We're out.